Thanks so much for sticking with us today. It's been a full morning of great discussion on a variety of different topics. Of course, the teachers continue to strike in the province. It's rotating strikes. Day one today of the rotating strikes happening in seven different school divisions, including Moose Jaw, Prince Albert, North Battleford. And you can check that STF website to find out which areas are affected by the strike. Remember, they've got to give 48 hours notice. And so that 48 hours notice uh, will help you make some decisions if it's going to impact you and your child, maybe your family. Just got word from uh, Brittany, who is, of course, executive producer of this show, that we are successful in getting Minister Jeremy Cockrell. So he will be joining us tomorrow morning at 8.30. We talked with Samantha Beacott, STF president, the other day. And uh, I said I wanted to get Minister Cockerell on. We haven't checked with him for a while, so we'll be talking with him. And by the way, we have, for those that are keeping score, we have thrown out the invitation twice now to the Saskatchewan School Boards Association and both times been told no. So it's not for lack of trying. So let's move from education into healthcare. January 24th, the Public Policy Forum released a federal government-sponsored report that calls for digital modernization and reform in healthcare records by 2028. The report states that patient information is shared through paper records, can be easily lost between healthcare providers, which can result in life-threatening delays to patient care and additional burdens on physicians. Essentially, this report recommends that we take health records off of paper and put them online. So our next guest is the perfect person to talk to about this. Michael Green is the CEO of Health Canada Infoway, an organization working with provinces to implement digital healthcare solutions. Michael joins us from his office in Toronto. Thanks for taking the call, Michael. Hi, Evan. Great to be on the show. So Thanks. Canada Health Infoway. Give us a, a Reader's Digest version. What is this all about? Okay, well, we're a not-for-profit organization, and we were kind of uh, set up by all of the premiers in 2001, and our mission basically is to help the provinces innovate in healthcare, and specifically in areas like health IT and digital health. We're funded by the federal government, and all the provinces and territories are members of our corporation, and you could look at us a little bit like being Canada's digital health agency. So, so what is this? What will this mean for our current system? Give give us an idea of the magnitude of this work that you're doing. Well, I think as you noted um, a couple of minutes ago, you know, when we look at business generally, everything has gone digital. Your banking and everything else you can do on your iPhone. But when we look at healthcare, it's still largely based on paper and faxes. That's in terms of communication with patients and doctors. And clearly this has to change. And Canada's not alone. This is an issue globally. But a lot of investment has gone in. But one of the key things we need to do is the, um, the systems that we've got in place need to kind of talk to each other. They have to have the same kind of, you know, digital language and standards to connect. And so that's something we're doing. We're working with the provinces uh, now to promote a kind of program which will really help accelerate this adoption going forward. And one of the key things is 
that you may go to your family doctor who has a, a system and then you get referred to a hospital. So how can we make sure all the right data follows the right patient at the right type of at the right time to you know make sure that care is seamless? Michael Green, the CEO of Canada Health Infoway, is our guest today. We'll talk a bit about some efficiencies and improvements that we will see in a second. From a, a from a financial perspective, Michael, does this save us money or is this a little more expensive to go down this avenue? Well, it certainly needs a bit of investment to kick it off, but a lot of that's already been made. But in the end, it will certainly save money. You know, it can reduce visits, unnecessary visits to see your doctor, you know, people in remote places have to fly to go and see a physician. So this can be done electronically online, so it'd be more convenient. And, you know, it'll improve care and make things better. We all know that we don't have enough healthcare professionals, but a lot of their time is taken up with needless paperwork. So if we can eliminate that, we'll free up more time to see patients. Okay, we're talking about Canada Health Infoway, an organization working with provinces to implement digital healthcare solutions. Michael Green, the CEO, is joining me now. Are you getting a lot of cooperation from the provinces? Do they see the value in this work? Very much. You know, I think um, really starting with the COVID epidemic, really everyone started to realize that you needed alternatives to traditional face-to-face visits, which are still very important. But there's a lot of things you can do very capably by video conferencing, by phone, and by using other electronic means as well to help improve efficiency and access to care. So I think everybody's on board with that now. Speaking of that, what what are some of the biggest ways? I know you've touched on a couple, but when we're when we're fully transformed and and we've gone to this digital healthcare solution, what are some of the main ways that we're going to see in efficiencies and improvements uh, for those of us using the healthcare system? Well, I think some of the ways might be that um, you know if you get referred to go and see a specialist in a hospital from your family physician. That is often done now by paper or by fax or by phone. And so, you know, you should be able to have a system where if like booking an airline ticket, you can do it online. And then importantly as well, when you go to that referral, all of your health information should go with you so that when you see that doctor or nurse, they have all your information at their fingertips. They know what drugs you're taking and so on. And so it will save an awful lot of time, be safer and much more convenient. You know, I had a good friend that we were just talking about this the other day, and, and she has a child who um, has some health needs that cause her to sometimes not just see her regular doctor, but go in to an emergency ward, for example. And and she envisioned that this would help her not having to retell her story every time because the record should be there, correct? Yeah, we're working actually on what we call a a patient summary and it's actually an international uh, initiative so that even if you were to go on a visit to the U.S. or another country, you should be able to take your records with you and uh, provide that information to whoever you see. Anytime we step into a conversation like this, Michael, it, it the, the one question, there's a couple questions I think that we, we ask every time. One of them is about people who, who maybe don't have access because part of this is the digital ability to access your records as well. For various reasons, some people may not have access to the digital world. How do you ensure they stay connected? I think the 
important thing there really is that, you know, we also have to invest in some more technology. So if you're living in a remote area, you may have co connectivity problems. And so things like satellite Wi-Fi and everything, and I think there are other programs that need to be put in place to extend that access. And I think also, you know, even many, many people have cell phones, even if it's just a simple method for texting, even a lot of homeless people still manage to keep in touch using, uh, you know, cell phone technology. And, but I think we have to be very sensitive about different audiences, different groups, and how we can support them in a, a digital world. Michael Green, CEO of Canada Health Infoway. What about hacking? Is that something that people should be concerned about when we're talking about, you know, important personal documents like healthcare? Yeah, that's always top of mind. And I, I think it's one of our key focus areas because it's so important that the right information gets shared with the right person and also that it's kept confidentially and only the information that is needed to is shared. And so we spend a lot of time and effort focusing on the privacy, security and confidentiality of the systems to keep them sound. Yep. We've, we've, we've seen that the public policy forum released that uh, report saying that there's calls for digital modernization and reform by 2028. Is that your is that your goal? Is 2028 when you hope to have this transition complete? It's certainly an ambitious program, and yes, you know we're on a, a five year program, and so I probably will never complete the whole exercise. But I think the goal is, that we have is to have the situation where every Canadian should be able to access their health record, and that uh, you know providers like doctors and nurses should be able to share relevant information with colleagues to help patient care. So those are the goals that we're working on with every province, and the federal government is kind of linked into this, and there's funding behind that as well to help with that process. Michael, where would you steer people if they want to find out more information on their own? Um, you know, I think there's a, a lot of resources. Uh, you know, one that you could use our own website at infway.ca. We have a, a lot of resources available there. Um, also, your, uh, you know, provincial health systems. You know, if you if you kind of look at their websites, you you will also find information about their programs. So there's a lot of different sources that that you can find this information. Thanks so much for the talk today, Michael. I'm sure we'll be uh, chatting again. Appreciate the work you're doing. Thanks very much, Evan. Pleasure. Michael Green, the CEO of Canada Health Infoway. And again, that website is infoway.ca if you want to check out a little bit more. But basically, the work that is going on to modernize, reform healthcare records, and basically get them off paper, put them on computers, and find ways to bring efficiencies to the healthcare system. You're listening to 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Well, good afternoon. Thanks again for spending some time with us. It's been a great discussion that we've had today. We've talked about a variety of different topics. We really dug into the recommendations that came out of the inquest from the James Smith Cree Nation and Weldon Death Inquiry. Talked about the recommendations, talked about some possible things that maybe were omitted from that as well. As I mentioned this morning, the FSIN, along with the Assembly of First Nations, will be having a news conference this afternoon set for 2 o'clock. We'll hear their thoughts and reaction to the recommendations and the entire um, inquest 
that, that unfolded over the last couple of weeks. I also have Vice Chief David Pratt set to join me on Monday, the Roundtable of Justice. I want to dig into these recommendations from the inquiry a little bit more, so it'll be nice to have Vice Chief Pratt uh, join me for that, and uh, we will we'll talk about these these recommendations that came out. And again, I appreciate everyone that weighed in. Also this morning, we talked about, remember the uh, the discussion on teachers. So the teacher in your life that had a significant impact in your life. We didn't get to to all of the texts that we got in. Darren, for example, in Saskatoon said, Mr. Frank Winkle from Middle Lake School. He was the most helpful when it came to bullying in our school. He played sports with the kids. He was there for a friend who was contemplating suicide. He saved her life. Mr. Winkle has since passed away, which is which is why if you have a special teacher in your life and you still have contact with them, let them know how much you appreciate them. Sophie and Regina texted in. I had a wonderful teacher in grade four, Miss Rogashevsky. She taught me how to study, how to be happy. She spent time with me when I needed help. In high school, I made the mistake of asking Mrs. Fleming, my literature teacher, why we have to take poetry because we'll never use it at work. Well, now I write poetry and I love it. Go figure. That's Sophie in Regina. Thanks so much for, for texting in. Lots. We didn't get to to all of the texts. Mr. McKay, uh, Holy Cross in Saskatoon. Jim in Saskatoon texted in. Best football coach and chaplain. Multiple provincial championships. Taught me in the, the importance of religion and family. Ed in Ituna says, Evan, the teacher that made a huge difference where I was bullied for the first five years of school, was my grade six teacher. Eugene Owetko, who made school enjoyable and made a huge difference in my life. So thanks for texting that in. A lot, Lots of really good texts there, and we appreciate everyone that texted in. And speaking of the text line, it was going strong on the question about what do you think is the biggest issue politically that we're dealing with in Canada. People were (laughs) texting in left and right. Sean in North Battleford, I didn't get to this text. Carbon tax, climate change, single-use plastics, electric vehicles. The government overreach pushing it down our throats with unrealistic timelines that are causing our groceries to go up. Economics become hard for Canadians. These hardships would not happen if these items were removed in the first place. I've I agree. I talk often about what I think is a totally unrealistic timeline when it comes to zero emissions, climate change, all of these things that our federal government and let's not forget the minister in charge of the environment who is a former activist on this exact issue is pushing unrealistic in terms of us being able to attain them to the point that we're losing sight of things that we need day-to-day just to, to live, enjoy life, buy groceries, get to work, all of those important things. Well, coming up tomorrow morning, Minister Jeremy Cockrell, who's the Minister of Education, will join me. We'll talk about, of course, it'll be right after this first day of rotating strikes for the teachers. We'll talk about that. Michael Kempa from the University of Ottawa, he's a criminologist weighing in on the Emergency Act and this recent federal court ruling that we saw. And, of course, bugs and hugs. Every Friday, your chance to get that off your chest as you head into the weekend, that thing that's bugging you or something great that you'd like to share. That and a whole lot more tomorrow morning starting at 836 right here on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.